good morning. <laughs> this is the Be Easy Podcast, and I am your host, Chanel. I'm coming to you live again from my living room, which, as you know, I have told you, is super awesome. Today is MLK Day, so the kids are in the house, but as you can hear, it's still peaceful. Oh! Yes, they're still half asleep. I did wake my son up this morning and get those dishes done like he was supposed to do yesterday and failed to do. So you will get um, woke up up, up, up out of your sleep. <laughs> Excuse me. To get those dishes done. Ain't nobody playing. Now, um, I hope that you are enjoying your day off. Normally today is um, Monday motivation, but I'm going to start it off a little differently. Because we, <coughs> excuse me, are celebrating Martin Luther King's uh, birthday today, I just wanted to um, give some information into that that would lead into um, morning motivation. So, um, as you know, his actual birthday is January 15th. And though we don't celebrate it on the 15th, um we do still recognize his day and his day is recognized every third Monday of January which nonetheless is awesome so with that being said um, Martin Luther King's recognition day let me put it that way wasn't approved to be a federal holiday until 1983 so it's only been recognized as a federal holiday for the last 35 almost 36 years which is ridiculous this man was born in 1929 and was assassinated in 1968 it took till 1983 to get it to be excuse me a recognized holiday now um it wasn't until 2000 like as in the year 2000 all 50 states to recognize Dr. King's birthday as a government holiday, which means it's only been 19 years that all 50 states have recognized this as a holiday. So that should say a lot about the world that we live in, the world that was even in 2000, and how we haven't seen a lot of recognizable change now. So, um, the King Center in Atlanta has, like, this chronological, um, detailed order of how, you know, things happened starting shortly after his death in 1968. Um... It explains, you know, how the information or how long it took to um, get it to be recognized today. So, again, like I said, the first start, it first started in 1968, right after his death. And then they went at it again after it was denied the first time. Um, and, And it was just a lot of emotional confusion and you know a lot of backlash that came with it so it is explained 
that um, the holiday today serves as uh, dual purposes. It's um, it honors King, of course, and his legacy. It is to focus on the issues of civil rights, and um, it's the use of nonviolence to promote change, which is something that it really wants to highlight, and uh, to call people into public service. I don't know if us as the United States understands the meaning behind Dr. King's birthday or, you know, the reason that it is or the purposes that it serves because we're so, so many people are just focused on the fact that it's Dr. King's birthday that I feel like neither black nor white really have a level of understanding that is not just in celebration of Dr. King, but in celebration of what he stood for and celebration of what we can have in celebration of um, the things that are to come if we just continue to stick together, continue to fight the injustices the proper way. Um, so, um, John Conyers, um, is a representative, let me say it right, representative John Conyers, um, was the first to introduce the first motion to make it a federal holiday when I mentioned it happened shortly after his death in 1968. Um, and it was about, I want to say four days after his birthday. Um, and then it took another 11 years for it to come up as a federal holiday for the vote, um, with the house of representatives. Um, and that was in 1979, I believe. Um, so then, um, women, before I tell you that part, it, the bill in order for any bill or this particular bill to be passed, <clears throat> if anybody knows anything about government or anything else, it takes two thirds majority of the house of representatives for it to pass. However, it fell short. So... Um, it didn't pass this time and there, this particular time in 1979, when it came about, there was some organizational effort that was from the King Center. They also had support from President Jimmy Carter and other congressmen, members. <laughs> I'm so tongue tied this morning. Oh my goodness. So that's letting you know that there were people in support of this holiday, but there was also also opposition so then um they regrouped a couple years later and this time they intensified their efforts like they were taking a stand on this like you're going to create this holiday because this man had a legacy of fighting for our united states this isn't just yours because you feel like you're on the right side of the fence of of culture or you're the only race that should be able to it none of that matters they intensified that <clears throat> their efforts in 1981 the happy birthday song that stevie wonder um sang was created to honor 
Dr. Martin Luther King, um, and it was also in promotion, um, or to promote the holiday, should I say. Um, I do believe in 2011, he actually sang that song. I'll look that up for sure, but I do believe he did. I'm old enough to actually remember that. Um, but I do believe that he did. So, fast forward, the King Center, you know, kept pushing forward. They organized the March on Washington, which you know, had 500,000 people. That's half a million people, right? And Coretta Scott King was there. Of course, she's going to represent and support anything about her husband, right? Um, Stevie Wonder, I believe, attended. And there was a petition that was signed by 6 million people that they presented um, to the House leader. And according to my research, at the time, the House leader was Tip O'Neill. Now, check this out. Um, So, in 1983... There was 53 votes, which means it now, the bill has been passed. So there was Democrats O'Neill and Jim Wright, and then um, Republicans Jack Kemp and Newt Gingrich had given, you know, like their speeches or what have you to support the King holiday. Now, mind you, it passed the House vote, but it still has to pass the Senate vote. And... That's not always easy, right? It's not always easy at all. Super contentious to do that. So, um, Senator uh, Jesse Helms was like completely against it. He's from, was out of North Carolina, and he like was completely against it, very open about it, very, um, very like opposed to having this as a federal holiday which is ridiculous so what he did was decide to introduce a filibuster and then he brought about this 400 page file that accused King of being a communist so communists want people to join together no segregation fighting for rights like people still trying to dig up stuff to discredit people and I I mean you know sometimes it's a race thing and sometimes it's just people just hating and just being people with such maliciousness in their heart it is ridiculous so this man is dead legacy has been made He's already shown and proven who he is and what he's willing to fight for. And now that this man has passed away, years later, you're trying to discredit his name by calling the man a communist? Like, that is ridiculous. It's stupid. So, nonetheless, at the time, um, one of the Kennedys was in office as a senator, Ted Kennedy, and, um, Senator, oh, his name slips my mind but however um those two senators they critiqued and criticized him and called his document filth because it is like you want to bring about all this crap that just doesn't make sense all to not have this as a federal holiday so anyway 
he didn't get what he wanted. The bill passed the Senate by 12 votes. And um, the South Carolina uh, senator at the time was even in favor of the holiday. So President Ronald Reagan, he uh, signed the bill November 1983. So this year it will be 36 years that the bill has been signed. But check this out. The bill was signed in 1983. But no, do you know, should I say, when the first holiday was actually celebrated or the first king holiday was actually celebrated? Yeah, most of us don't. It wasn't until 1986. Three years later, so we sign a bill and then we don't put it into direct action. And I get it. All 50 states wasn't in agreement, you know. However, whatever state started to do it, it should have been celebrated right then and there. At the moment that it was signed, that jank, that first, third Monday and um 1984 it should have been it, it should have been celebrated period so 17 states had already adopted it by 1986 now i understand that's not even half right we were eight states shy of even hitting the the halfway mark but so what 17 states recognized it by 1986 which means when it was at five states it should have been celebrated when it was at two states it should have been celebrated now i don't know exactly which state started to recognize it first however whatever it was it should have celebrated um arizona of course didn't want to um recognize the king holiday as being a federal you know holiday they they were against it as well which is no surprise um and there was actually a fight between the state legislature um when the king holiday was like put up um for arizona voter referendum um and I think that took place in 1990. So now here we are seven years later. But they still haven't adopted the King Holiday. And uh, they're still fighting about it. Like, okay, so in 86, 17 states had adopted it. So four years later, you're still squandering about accepting the holiday? <laughs> like, who does that? Who, who does that? So, um, doing some research about it, I'm sorry, because I'm, I'm looking at my notes so that I can make sure that I give y'all the correct information. So, um, at this point, right, we're up, we're up to 1990, and, um, entertainers, you know, have started boycotting the state in protest because it's like... Think about all the things that this man did, you know, and if you simply are wholeheartedly against African-Americans, explain what exactly they did to deserve this. What exactly did black people, African-Americans do to not be like, I'm, you know, like if you're not Indian Native American, should I say, excuse me, or of Mexican descent, nobody was originally here except for them. 
like all of us are immigrants shoot to the United States anyway the National Football League um, was threatening to move um, the 1993 Super Bowl um, if the holiday was defeated in the polls and that's a lot and it's funny because here we are now in present day where the NFL um, where Kaepernick is taking a knee as a stand for African Americans and we got this person in presidency you know that's having too much say in the football. You're the president of the United States. You're not the president over NFL. Focus on the proper task at hand and not the NFL. This man is taking a stand by taking a knee to singing the national anthem that talked about slavery and he stood for injustices, injustices that are happening against African American people. So the NFL did it, threatened to remove you know, remove the Super Bowl in 1993 from Arizona if it didn't register or accept the King holiday as a federal holiday. But now where we are in 2017, 2018, and I'm pretty sure in 2019, that we can't take a stand like that. We somehow, some way forget the years and the history. Or maybe you didn't forget, you just choose to ignore it. Either way, when a whole group of people, and I'm not just talking about African Americans, I'm talking about Mexicans, Hispanics, Latinas, or any other person that is not of Caucasian descent. If you, if you don't understand that there are whole entire groups of people out here receiving injustices it is ridiculous I know this is supposed to start off as motivational Monday but after I did my research it just led me to make sure that I one shared it with you and two got you to understand that Kaepernick taking the knee isn't the first time that the NFL has been set against or someone in the NFL has been set against you know um something that was happening in the world and this isn't the first time that they have stood up and you know said hey look either you do this or this is what we're gonna do the only difference is is that Kaepernick is the first one who started it and now this president wants to band and bash as if he's doing something wrong and he's not he's standing up for what is right just as Dr. King did and as the NFL was doing in 93 when they were going to move it out of their, uh, out of Arizona. Like, period. So, um, the holiday, it didn't pass the voter referendum for Arizona. They did what they were supposed to. Uh, NFL was not making a threat. They made a promise. And, um, they moved the they moved the uh, NFL or that Super Bowl, the 1993 Super Bowl, from Arizona to South Carolina. Now, yeah, the state lost some money, 
but who cares what they lost when you can't see the overall picture of it this is bigger than the money they lost this is bigger than the nfl super bowl being moved from arizona to north um to south carolina excuse me it's bigger than that so much bigger than that but a blind eye will always be turned to it something will always overshadow what the real purpose is behind why things are you know doing what they are doing so it wasn't until 1995 that Arizona uh, voters approved the King holiday which is sad um but what's funny is NFL moved the Super Bowl to South Carolina, right? And South Carolina was still in a fight over the holiday. It was one of the last states to approve a King holiday for state employees. And that was in the year 2000. I wasn't even out of high school yet. But the point of it is... 17 years it took you to approve this holiday after the bill was already signed at the White House? I'm confused. So the White House passed this federal law and you as a state, you just like, you know what? I'm going to exercise my right to go against the grain. I'm going to just exercise my right to go against the grain. Really? Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. But nonetheless, um, know that, you know, there, there will, um, always be opposition, right? And there will always be things that you set forth to do that will be ignored, that will take time, that you will have to keep putting before people before they will truly recognize what it is because they hold a level of power to give you the deciding answer or vote of yes or no. And I I know that I gave you a very brief overview of um, information when it came to how this holiday came to be but or however should I say I feel like I gave you the information to understand that you must continue to push forward you cannot stop going after what it is that you want just because there's some people out there that will oppose what you are doing there will always be people but guess what for every generation that dies off there is a generation that is beginning period for every person that says no there is someone out there that will say yes you just have to take the time to push forward and find that yes no next opportunity if that person that you put it before is not that opportunity move on to the next opportunity period hands down should be no questions asked about it you should just you know what that's cool you're not gonna look at it I'm gonna find somebody that will and you keep pushing until you find it 
people did not give up until King's birthday was recognized as a federal holiday. And though it serves other purposes, the overall view of it is that we are celebrating the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. And at some point, at some point, everybody should have a legacy that is celebrated or that should be looked up in history or what have you. Like, we should all be doing something to make the world a better place. Whether that's locally, nationally, internationally, we should be doing something to leave a great legacy behind for our family and for ourselves, period. But the one thing that your children, your grandchildren, your great-grands, and the story should get passed on, you know, through the generations of your family, is that you did not stand for any bullcrap. You want something, you went after it, you accomplished it. If you didn't accomplish it the first time around, you revamped it, you went after it again, and you kept doing it until you got exactly what it is that you wanted. Whether it was the job, the loan, the car, whatever it was that you wanted, you kept going after it. Martin Luther King had a dream. He had a dream that we would be able to do the basic of things. Sit down at a restaurant, use the same bathrooms, use the same drinking fountains, try on clothes in the store. Those are just the basic things. Right? Just the basic things. Now Malcolm X on the other hand was like, nah, we don't need to do that. We need to understand how to support our own before we can integrate with other people that don't support us anyway. I get it on both sides of the fence. I wholeheartedly do. But no matter what, no freaking matter what, you push for what it is that you want. Ultimately, in the end, I do believe that Dr. King started to understand what Malcolm X was saying and wasn't necessarily saying for... um, to not have equality, but to support your own as a culture, uh, a black culture, uh, first before you can expect anyone else to support your culture. I just see it in both ways. I see that everybody needs, of course, to support their culture, you know, um, and, and uplift um, each other. I also believe that we all need to be treated fair and equally. And I believe that if you have the same credentials as our Caucasian counterparts or our Indian counterparts or our Asian counterparts or what have you, that it should be based on the merits, the education, the things that count and not our race. Race should never play a factor in, uh, in deciding whether a person is good for the job or not. So many people now, minds have been corrupted that, you know, or their thoughts have been made about cultures 
and I'm not just again in this situation talking about African Americans but cultures as a whole as to who they are without any thought process of getting to know that individual automatically group everybody together and I can say hands down I'm not a thug I'm not I'm not a thug so don't group me in a class of thugs I'm not ghetto so don't do that to me and just because I'm educated and I can fit into any scenario or any situation that you put me in doesn't mean that I sound like a white girl if I speak very professionally and I pronounce and enunciate my words correctly. I'm educated. Period. Just because I'm a nerd or I love to learn doesn't make me better than the next person. It makes me Chanel. It makes me, me. And I'm going to keep pushing and I'm going to keep going for what it is that I want, despite your thoughts. But I'm saying, don't group people together. Until you get to know that person and they show you who they are, don't group people together. Don't automatically assume. People are like, oh, well, I'm a good judge of character. You know what? Let me tell you something. There have been many a people who have come into a store and rob something and you don't know the reasons behind it it could be out of desperation it could be out of that's all they know i've had a friend whose father was teaching him how to steal out of stores the father was teaching him he was a, like if you didn't know him or know his his friends or i mean know his family you would think that he was an awesome person. I mean, he is an awesome person. But I'm just saying you would never know that that's what he was being taught. Straight A student. Didn't dress crazy. Didn't act crazy at all. But that's what his father was teaching him. And that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't know situations. We are not walking in that person's shoes. So we should never prejudge. We should never automatically assume that we know who and what the person is about until they show you and you'll be quite surprised about what happens with people and ultimately why they end up fighting so hard for what it is that they want or what the stigma they're trying to get away from and I know the biggest thing is you know we don't I know in the black community, it's hard for us to um, to support each other because there's always the thing of poor communication, poor service, this, this, that, and a third. However, let me say this to you, that happens across the board, not just in the black community. Customer service happens poorly across the board. I mean, from foreign and domestic, it just happens people are people it's not a culture thing communication can be bad on any part on all parts it's just individual things happen in people's lives they forget we're human you know all kinds of stuff it, it just it doesn't have anything to do i feel like with the culture but you know of course it will be broken down to that that's what society has taught us 
you know, that black culture is horrible, that we suck at everything, and we don't, and we don't. So you got to continue to fight for what it is that you are going for. You have to continue to persevere and push forward and be everything that you can be. And the things that people say about you, you can take them into light. Look at yourself. Of course, you know, I'm big about self-reflection and figure out how to make it better, how to change it, how to get it right. If people say to you, you know what, your communication is horrible. It is up to you to ensure that you change that communication as much as possible. And make sure that it is better. If you realize that your plate is overwhelmed and you realize that you have a lot going on, stop trying to remember everything and write stuff down. Even if you forget to write it down in multiple places, write it down once so that and put it in a place that you know you will see it just as a reminder. Set reminders on your phones. Phones are our walking computers. Set a reminder on your phone. And again, that's if they said you are a bad communicator. If you have a hard time remembering stuff, write it down. It's it's better to organize and prepare yourself for what you are trying to make better. So that way you can continue to fight the good fight for what it is that you're trying to go forward for or move towards I am definitely about preparation I am honest with myself to say that I fall short of quite a few things because I'm trying to do too many things at one time trying to make this trying to assist with that help with homework husband needs me dinner gotta be cooked gotta go to work gotta do this gotta clean the house gotta do that and i get it trying to build my brand somebody wants something custom made da 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 i 100 know that there are areas that i have to work on and i am working on them one day at a time one step at a time one moment at a time but i will not stop fighting to get to that place not necessarily of perfection but where i am much better at it and i told you all in several posts that i will never share something with you that i myself will not be honest about and that i will not um do myself period i'm gonna share it with you and i'm also going to bring to you things that i have been through or things that i'm working on or things that i'm trying to get better at And I know that I am doing so much that sometimes my communication does fall short. It does 100% fall short. Being pulled in a million directions is the hardest thing. It is the hardest thing, but I will not stop trying to be better at my communication. Um, And when I get there, I will continue to do and once I find that perfect method I will continue to do and that method for my communication until I find something that's going to work even better even better so morning motivation was a little different this morning but I do hope me sharing that information with you about MLK gives you the perseverance to continue to push forward There were organizers and things that had a cause. They had a reason to continue to fight for it. And they did until it was passed. 
and though it wasn't celebrated until 1986 and all 50 states didn't uh, recognize it until 2000 guess what all 50 states have now recognized it and for the last 19 years we have been celebrating uh, MLK's day every third Monday second Monday third Monday I'm sorry <laughs> of January so keep pushing don't don't stop just whatever you do keep pushing if somebody you know says something about you push to make yourself a better person and work on the things that need to be worked on do not stop no matter what it is do not stop until you get to where you are trying to go or you are trying to accomplish or what it is that you are trying to become and becoming is continuous so it's not oh i became a doctor and i'm finished nope mm -mm. you gotta become a great doctor a better doctor an incredible doctor a revered doctor yes so that is today's monday motivation i do hope that you all enjoyed that information um i also was candid with you all so i hope that it is relatable I do hope that um, you come back and join me again for new content tomorrow. And um, if you are not following the Be Easy Facebook page, please go on over. Hop on over and do that. Follow that Be Easy Facebook page. Leave your comments. Leave your opinions. I can take constructive criticism. I don't take negative opinions, but constructive criticism. It will be deleted if it is found to be malicious or hurtful I, I will delete it and um, you will be blocked from the page we take positive constructive criticism okay and even if it's something that I need to work on or something that needs to be done to make the podcast better or the page better please leave it behind we'll say it in a positive way so that it can be taken under advisement and not deleted and completely ignored also don't forget to go over to facebook if you know anybody that has a business or you have a business yourself to sign up for the build your empire business expo this networking event is going to be really great the deadline will be coming up soon for you to be able to purchase your tickets for this event so please make sure that you go ahead and get that done um i would love to see you there get your vendor table there's going to be some really great things that'll be happening at this networking event so you definitely do not want to miss it um if you are not following my business page house of lamore on instagram is the underscore house of lamore follow me if you need custom t-shirts made shoot me a request if you need something done shoot me a request and i'll definitely um will get back with you in reference to that you can even leave me a message um inboxing me on there or you can call my business phone at 470-334-6548 um, to speak with me in reference to custom t-shirts or anything of that nature so again i thank you for listening to the be easy podcast i hope you all have a blessed and wonderful day